The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We are live from UC Health Training Center, day six of training camp. I am Danny Williams, along with Bob Stitt, who's, I mean, a legend in these parts, and I think one of, like, a legendary offensive mind way ahead of his time. Coach, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, thanks. So, you know, back when I was at the newspaper, I had a chance to cover lots of your guys' games at Mines, and it was just like I kept going to have a chance to, like, cover what you guys did, and it was uh, so unique and so special, man. You were um, multiple-time RMAC Coach of the Year. I mean, you guys once had some really, really special teams. Um, how are you, for one? Really good, really good. I've uh, now that I'm not coaching, I've found these things called weekends. Yeah. They're awesome. <laughs> well, is it like mine where you got to do yard work? And my wife said, "Well, you're not done yet. Get an edge." And there's some yeah. other stuff like that. Or? A little bit of that, but uh, <laughs> it, it's it's nice to to get up on uh, Saturday morning and Sunday morning and not be in a in a meeting at 7 a.m. Yeah, well, okay. Well, you're out here. It's like the cut, the smell, the grass. You see the players. You put the headsets. When I put these headsets on, I feel like I'm working at the McDonald's drive-through. When you put them on, you look like you're about ready to go out there and call some plays. It's nice to have have some headsets back on it's good to be you out. look good in them well thank you <laughs> it's good to be out on a football field it's good for my soul to watch some football really okay um so i mean you're still kind of active i said in this like era of guys like you who um teams coaches uh organizations want to pick their brain maybe have you look at players you have been doing some of that stuff and you just told josh dover something really cool about uh something that jacksonville had you do i mean like that, that really cool really cool little line of work that you're in now and the like the skill set and the things that you bring to the table I want you to tell the people about well what we did when I was a, a head coach at, at Mines and at Montana, Montana and even used it at Texas State when I was the offensive coordinator my best friend he created a 60 question structured interview phone interview for me to measure intangible traits because when I went to Mines in 2000 kids did not want to play there and so we had to find guys that were flying under the radar that had zero offers, yeah. but had the the, uh, the intangibles that we thought could be pretty dang good. And uh, it, re- it really worked for us there. And, and uh, five years later, after I got there, we were undefeated. And Chad Freehoff uh, won the Harlan Hill Trophy, yep. which was the Heisman of Division Two. Yeah. signed with the Broncos and played a number of years of, of professional football. And Chad was one of the highest scores we ever had on that, on that uh, assessment. So... I did it at Montana. Wow. There's a lot of great stories about it, yeah. but now I'm doing that for FBS programs, and I, and I had a project with Jacksonville this year where, the, where they had me interview the top five guys they were thinking about taking number one in the draft. So you don't got to say everything about it. I don't know if that stuff's kind of confidential, but it did work out the way you thought it would. Did your questions kind of align with the direction that they, they went into? Well, it's neat with with guys like that because all five of them are great, great players. Yeah, they're, they're, they got the, the <laughs> sure. You know, they get the chance to be number one yeah. in the draft. So the things that separate them are intangible traits. Absolutely, you know. And and we talk we talk all the time about back in the day when Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf were the question of who's going number one. Yeah. Well, now it seems like it's pretty easy, but back then they 
didn't know Absolutely. I could have helped with that. Wow. So you say intangible traits. I mean, so we brought up, you know, Tim Tebow. So it's like, you know, people think uh, the intangibles is like extending plays and being heady. And th- I mean, what do you mean by that? And give me a couple examples. Well, I mean, Tebow's you said, a great example because, yeah. you know, he's not the most talented quarterback. Hardly. Didn't throw the ball very well, but yeah. got him to the AFC championship, you know, and, and uh, there's a lot of guys that are really, really talented that never sniffed that. So we're talking about persistence and achieving and mental tough, mental preparation and physical toughness and how, how they develop relationships and Interesting. what they think about team. You I know, love it. All, all that kind of stuff. Wow. So, um, you know, what what's next for you? I don't know why you're not out here coaching, to be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, you had a great run, but you look good. You're young. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, is there a, a call every now and then you get that it's more than maybe just some consultant stuff that, you know, you ever want to go try to build something back up and make a, you know, a five or six year run at doing something special again? Or are you just over it? You know, I, I, I don't know. I've not shut the door on, on coaching. Okay. I had uh, multiple uh, inquiries. I'd last, love to know that, you know, that's, and, that's, and I love uh, it. the reason I got out was my youngest son was about to be in five schools in four years. Oh, wow. And, uh, that wasn't fair to him. Yeah. And my family had chased me around in football and it was time for me to get back, back. to Colorado so he could go back to his old high school wow. that he would have went to had we never left in the first place. He just graduated and, uh, is attending CU here in the, in the fall. Wow. And, and so congratulations. That kinda, yeah. And we're excited for him. Yeah. And, and, uh, He's had a great year and a half back in in Colorado and reconnecting with his old friends. So I feel great as a parent. The decision I made to get out of football, do I get back in? If the if the right job comes along, the right people contact me, yeah, I might get back in. Interesting. But I I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. Well, you know, people kind of look at you or look at you as having this kind of offensive mind or maybe just a mind for being able to you know, make guys, guys do great things. I mean, what's your always like, what, what is your philosophy been? How did you create the success? Not just from bringing the players in, but the on the field product. You, you know, we, we always felt like we could develop players and that's a big thing. And, and, and my assessment also yeah. has an index that will predict if a kid's going to get better. We have a developmental index. If they have these certain traits, wow. they're going to continue to grind and never be satisfied. Yeah. Other guys set goals, they hit them and, mm-hmm. and well, I've made it now. Yeah. But there, there's guys like Tom Brady that just keep getting better. He's yeah. in his forties playing his best ball yeah. ever, you know, and that, that's what you're looking for is, is, uh, th- those traits like a Tom Brady, you know, and, and we we just we tried to to do things outside the box offensively to put guys in good positions and yeah. and it wasn't always what everybody thought oh you sh- you know you, you can't win without a fullback you yeah. got to line up with a tight end and a fullback and I'm just like why would I want to run into this box <laughs> yes this is silly now if if I can spit the ball out enough to where they take one of those guys out of the box now we'll run the ball so it didn't didn't make much sense Interesting. to me so I had to become a head coach to be able to do the things I believed in yes. and be creative because most head coaches wouldn't let you do it well not only that maybe minds gave you a spot to be able to do that and when what you turned kind of that program into is very, was you know very 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 kind of special till this day. They'll always be able to hang their hat on the success that you guys had. And they're still, you know, they still have great kids, a great program. Um, yeah, coach. So with Russell Wilson, okay, let's talk about the Broncos here for a couple minutes. So there's some people kind of maybe, I don't know if they're trying to downplay it a little bit, but you know, there's some people who aren't willing to give in or maybe they have to see it to believe it. It feels like they haven't done anything yet, 
but they're already better. And they're mm. maybe even already great because they have Russell Wilson. Mm. Am I putting the cart in front of the horse? or? I don't think so. A guy like him, putting him in the locker room automatically makes everybody better. It's I call it the Tom Brady effect. You put Tom Brady on your team, everybody takes it up another level because they don't want to let that guy down. You know, and I think Russell, a lot of people don't understand that when he transferred from NC State, I don't even think he went through spring ball at Wisconsin. He got there in the summer. Interesting. And was voted team captain. Wow. So that leadership ability yeah. where quickly he got all those guys buying in and believing in him and trusting him is huge. We are on with former Mines head coach, Bob Stitt, former Montana coach. You've had a really cool – you were at – I saw like a GA at uh, UNC. Oh, yeah, but way back in the day. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, I worked with Joe Glenn. And, wow, and, man, uh, I love that. Love my time there. Met my wife there, which wow, was awesome. Wow, see, I love that. Yeah. So, okay, so you're um, in town here still? Absolutely. We, we moved right back to uh, the old neighborhood and wow. just live uh, between Boulder and Golden. Okay. I mean, there's no bad part of town, but even there, especially over there, is is, is kind of just right. So, um, okay, man, Coach, I, I really appreciate you jumping out with this. Do you have any – I don't know, do you, do you make predictions? You, you, what, what is this team going to – you know, what kind of success do you think this team – I think with Matt Stafford going to the Rams and them being able to kind of accomplish what they did just in one season is going to make people believe that Russell Wilson can come to the Broncos and maybe achieve some of the same stuff. Again, the Rams were a damn good team before Matt Stafford came and put them over the top. The Broncos might have a little bit more work to do, but now, you know, Peyton Manning was the first guy to do it, you know. Um, go, go in the twilight of a career and win a Super Bowl at a place that, you know, maybe was just kind of this close. So I think the Broncos, while they're not this close, they're maybe about this close, and Russell Wilson's going to close that gap, and these guys, I think, are going to be really good. I I think it, it gives them so so much optimism, you know, and, you know, the mind is a powerful thing. And if you think you got a chance, you can go out and do it. And if they can have some success early, uh, that's that's just going to continue. I want to I want to implement your 60, you know, your 60 uh, question <laughs> quiz on some of like these radio guys and see if we, <laughs> we can weed some guys out here. Maybe give me a promotion here if I hit some of the criteria, if I have the right intangibles. But no, Coach, I think you're kind of a legendary figure around these parts, and um, I think it's really cool that you're here today. I mean, look at Russ. It's great, man. It's really cool. I mean, what's it, you know, it's, it's, what's it feel like to be out here? Does it feel like you want to start, you know, um, running out there, yelling at guys? You're seeing stuff. That, do you see stuff you don't like or anything <laughs> like that? Or, you know, I haven't uh, you had gonna a chance to put some notes to together look, for Coach Hackett? I've, I've, got a, I've got a pin in my uh, pocket, and, Let's and go. Uh, I'm going to take some notes, and, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to— I'm going to go on tour next week. I'm hitting Baylor and yeah. Houston and Mississippi State. I'm going to go wow. to a lot of different practices. and I love and, that. Uh, I'm going to try to be in a, in a different practice every single day and, and uh, kind of pick the brains of, of people and watch how they do things. and how Watch they, out for that Mike Leach. Yeah. Coach he's Leach a, and I go way back. He's a and, wild and, thing, and, man. I love, I love that guy. Oh, yeah, I do too. I, he's I love just, him. I mean, he, I'd love to him to be the coach of my team. I'll, I'll spend three hours with him at, at, at night, and we'll go sit in a bar and have a drink and, and five minutes. <laughs> is about football oh yeah and the rest of the time is about everything else he's an interesting dude he's got a lot of character man and then you said baylor against from my baylor man i mean that it just seems like that's the program that the, that's been through so much yet you know they're a product that can go and have a lot of success and win a big they, 12 championship that, they really that really can and, and coach Rand is a guy that that uh really cerebral and will uh 
will love the things that we're doing yeah. as far as because it's not just for recruiting. You also use it. Oklahoma State hired us to, to uh, assess their players. So you find their strengths and limitations and you coach them up. You help them with their limitations it, and, and you manage players. Is that way. there any life assessment stuff you could take? Or is this purely like a sport for like an athlete? It, it's pretty much football okay. driven. Yeah. I think it's great. I mean, just, it sounds like you could put this thing together for maybe a real life, you know, um, for the, the the guy who slices the meat at the deli or the banker or the, <laughs> the sports talk radio guy. I think that's, I just think it's very interesting that, you know, that word intangible has always been a powerful one to me. And then we had, you know, the ultimate Mr. Intangible and Tim Tebow around here. So, um, and then, you know, this, again, the success that you guys had there, you had, like you said, the players that you had to find, the unique players you had to find to not only come be able to play at that high of a level and just be able to go out there and play. Yeah. It, but, uh, have success, the success that you guys had. Uh, Coach Stitt, you're the best. Really appreciate it. Well, Danny Bailey, are you there? No, man, we really appreciate you giving us a couple minutes because, um, you know, it's it's everyone's going to be pulling on you here. Everyone's going to want to be chatting you up, and we really appreciate you giving a couple minutes. Heck yeah, I think pleasure. we're I, I think we're Twitter friends, so maybe I'll hit you up for an assessment or something. Nice, okay? nice. Appreciate Let's do you, it. Coach. You can hang out, too, if you want to, so appreciate you. Uh, Danny, you there? Oh, I'm here. Here. Okay, buddy. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks, Coach. Let's go to break. Come back. Uh, practice kind of in full swing here. They're getting some work done. Can't really say too much what's going on, but it's got the quarterbacks just kind of right in front of us. And, man, you know, Russ leads them. He's he's confident, and I am too as a Broncos fan. I feel good about the whole thing. Let's go to break. Come back on the other side of Smiley Sports. Smiley Sports. 